Mesechtes Ksubis, Dav Kuf Dalit, six lines from the bottom of Dav Kuf Gimel Bays, and the Gemara continues to discuss the story of Rabbi's Petira and his instructions. And the Gemara says, Amal and he said to them, Lubni Katan Ani I would like to speak to my youngest son, Nichlis Rabbi Shimon Etzlai, and Rabbi Shimon, who was the youngest son of Rabbi, went into Rabbi, Masulai Sidre Chachma, and Rabbi gave over to him the storm of Chachma. And then Yaakov explains that he gave over certain dinim and certain halagis, for example, Kol Shiris Chetek Hademus Chachmasai, or Shivit Varim Begoylam, etc. Joseph says that he gave over Maisa Makava, Maisa Barishas, which is only given to certain Yechidim to have the Prachar Chachma to be able to retain such knowledge. And Rashi Madura Kama writes, Linig Atzmer Bechachbo Ka'abezdin, that he taught him the proper Hanhaga of someone that's acting as the Abezdin. And Amalahan, then Rabbi said to them, Lubini Gadalan Yitzarach, I want to speak to my oldest son, Nicholas Rabbi Gamil Atzlai. And then Rabbi Gamil came into Rabbi, and Masalai Sidon Sias, and Rabbi taught him the way to be Manig as a Nasi. And Amalai, and Rabbi said to Rabbi Gamil, Make sure that even the ones that are Tamid Chamim, they accept you as the Nasi. And Rashi says, that you should sit together with the Gdaila Adar and Zraik Mara Bitamidim, and you should make sure to instill fear in the Talmidim in order that people should realize the greatness and the power of the Nasi. And as we know that the Shevet Yehuda was a Nasiim, since the Nasius was a replacement for Malchus. And the Gemara is, Amy, how could it be that Rebbe told Rogamil to make sure to instill fear in Talmid Chamim? But the Pasuk and Tilman says, you should make sure to give covet to the Yer Hashem, tell me to come him, and we learned that there's even talking about a Melch Yisrael, as we learned, Zay Yishafim Melch Yehuda, that even Yishafim Melch Yehuda, Shehayreyu Tamachachim, when he saw Tamachachim, Hayayimid Mekisayim, Mechalkim, and Ashkai, Bekayulay, Rabbi Rabbi, Mari Mari, he would get up from his throne, and he would kiss him, and he hug him, and he would call him my Rabbi and my teacher. So we see that even a Melch has a Chiv of covet to a Tamachachim, so how could Rabbi tell his son Gamliel to make sure to instill fear and tell me to come And the Gemara answers, when Yeshua did this, he only did a bitzina. However, once you b'fehesya, you have to make sure that people see that you're even instilling fear in Talmud Chavim, and this way the rest of the nation will realize how great and how powerful the Nasius and the Malchus is. And the Gemara continues with the Brisa regarding the Petir of Rabbi Tanya. We learned to the Brisa, Rabbi Mutab with Sipari. Rabbi was actually living in Sipari. However, he had a place that was already prepared for him, and he had a kevin that was already bought for him in Beisharim. In fact, Gemara Tanya, we learned to the Brisa teaches us that we learn from the Pasuk in Dvarim that says that you should run after Tzedek and we learn out that you should run after Rebbe to Beisharim. So we see that Rebbe lived in Beisharim and why do we say that Rebbe was actually living in Tzipari and then they brought him to Beisharim? And the Gemara answers, Rebbe Beisharim hava alakimun nechalashem tuul Tzipari that really Rebbe lived in Beisharim however once he got sick they brought him to Tzipari and we continue on Dav Kavdalim and Alv Dimedalyu Ubasim Avira because Tzipari is in a high mountain and therefore it's ear is very clear and crisp, and therefore was good for people that were sick. And as Rashi says, Why was it called Since it's located at a high point on a mountain, therefore its ear is very beneficial. Masha Enkein Beisharim was actually in a valley and it was very dry and very hot and that was very bad for people that were sick. And the Gemara continues, On that day, the Rabbi died. And they were doubting for Rabbi. And they said, Rebbe, anyone that will tell us the Basura, if the Rebbe died, Yidaka Becher should be pierced by a sword. Slika Amsa the Rebbe Igra, and the famous Amsa the Bey Rebbe, the famous maid of Rebbe, went up to the rooftop. Amr, and she said, Al Yoyim Mavakshimus Rebbe, Malachim want Rebbe, Vetachtoyim Mavakshimus Rebbe, and the people down below in, on earth want Rebbe. Yiratzin Sheikhaifu Tachtoyim Masal Yoyim, it should be the will of Akadish Baruchu that the people on earth should win over the Al Yoyim. Kivin Chazoy, Kamazim, the Dailabesa Kisai, once the Amsa the Bey Rebbe saw how many times Rebbe was going to the bathroom. 
mushroom because tefillin, and he had to take off his tefillin or manachlu, and then he had to put it back become a star, and it was so hard for him. Amr, she said, he rotten she kaifal yanim setachtainim that the malachim should win over the people on earth, and Rebbe should die. However, v'leiav shaske rabbanim will be rachbi lemaisa. The rabbanim were continuing to daven for Rebbe, and therefore Rebbe wasn't dying. Shakla kuza, so she took a small jug, shadi meigul ara, and she threw it down from the rooftop towards the ground. And when the jug shattered and it made a loud noise, so for a moment the shtikum rachbi they stopped davening and it was quiet. V'nach nafshid Rebbe, and at that point Rebbe died. Amulei rabbanim bakapar. So rabbanim said to bakapar, zil ayin, go and check and see if Rebbe's still alive. Azul ashkei d'nach nafshid. So he saw and he found that Rebbe already died. So he ripped the kriya, and he turned the kriya towards his back, and that's why no one was able to see that he already taught kriya, and Rebbe died. And he said, The malachim and shemaim and sadikim, which are called Mitsuki Aretz, based on the Pasuk and Shmuel Aleph, were both grabbing on to the Aron HaKadosh, referring to Rebbe, and the malachim ultimately won over the sadikim, and the Aron was captured, meaning that Rebbe died. Did Rebbe already die? Amulu, he said to them, kamisu, kamina. That you said it, I didn't say it, and therefore the claw that you said before of Yudaka is not associated with me. And the Gemara said that Rebbe was taking off his tefillin and putting on his tefillin based on the fact that he was going to the bathroom. And Rashi points out, as we said before, because he had a chalim ayim, and Tais points out, even though generally we say that someone with a beard stomach ailment, he's put him in a tefillin, as we said before, that when Rebbe died, but the Kedusha, and since Rebbe was Manig Atzman Bekedusha, so even though he had terrible stomach ailments, he was able to be Nizah with his Tzvillin. And from this story with Amsa de Bey Rebbe, Durana Mesechtas Nadarim, and Daf Mem Amenal says, that we see from here that at times it is important to daven for someone that they should die. In any case, he can't live. As we saw from Amsa de Bey Rebbe, that she davened that Rebbe should die. And the Gemara continues, B'Shas Peturash Shal Rebbe, Zakav Esa Etz Pesah B'Klapi Ma'ila, Amr Rebbe Yishalelim, Galu V'Yidol F'Dechah, Sh'yagati B'Esa Etz Pesah B'Tayah, V'Lanesi Afilu B'Etz B'Ketanah, that at the time that Rebbe was about to die, Rebbe picked up his ten fingers and he said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it's Galu V'Yidol in front of you, that I toiled in this world with all my ten fingers in Tayah, and I didn't take any benefit in this world, even for the amount of toil that I did with my smallest finger. And that it should be peace in my resting place. And a baskel came out and said, The Pasuk Nishaya said that he'll come with peace and they will rest upon their resting place. And we see that the baskel was murder. And the Gemara continues, Really, the Pasuk should have said, On your resting place, because you say it in Lashon Yachid and not Lashon Rabbim. And the Gemara says, This is actually right. And the Tzadik dies. Say in front of Hashem, that this tzaddik is about to come to Elam Haba, so he says to the Malachim, let all the tzaddikim get up and go and greet him and go out towards him. And all the tzaddikim greet this new tzaddik that's coming to Shemayim, and they say, you should come in peace. And then all the tzaddikim go back to the resting place, and that's why it says, Lashon Rabbim and now Lashon Yachid. And even though in Taisis and Mesech Zavid Zar and Dafyud Aleph, he is, that the Gemara says that Rebbe Mantin is like Pasuk so we see that Rebbe had enough from this world. However, based on the way we learned our Gemara, which is based on Rashi, the Rashi says, So Rebbe understood that even though he had a lot of Hanah in this world, 
because he had Tzlein Chazeres and he was very wealthy however that amount of Hanor was not even one drop of the amount of Hanor that he really would receive as in Olam Haba however Tyson's question over there seems to be going the Shittasri of Tyson over here where Tyson explains that until the point when a person davens that he should be able to learn Torah it's even more important in Shidavin that no Madonim should enter into his body and based on this Medrash it seems that we're learning this Gemara that it means that Rebbe said that he actually didn't have any Hanor in this world at all and therefore Taisis in Abedizar responds that in Echanami it says that like but that was only for the people that were eating at his table but Rebbe actually never had Hanor from those Tnoin and Chazeres and the Torah says that in Echanami Rebbe had his Hanois however it wasn't for his own Hanor it was actually in order for him to be stronger in order for him to learn Torah as the Torah says and the Gemara continues. When a tzaddik dies, there are three groups of malachim shores that go towards him. One says them, "Bayi b'shalom, you should come in peace." Va'achas emeris, and one says, "Heilech nichai, you are one who goes straight." Va'achas emeris, and one says, "Yavi shalom, you nuchamish kavaisam, you should come in peace." And they will rest in their final resting place. B'shasha rasha, never met elam. However, when a rasha dies, so shalosh kita shalomalach chavali yitz lekrasi. There are three groups of malach chavali that go towards the rasha. Achas emeris, one group says to him, based on the pasuk in Yeshaya, "In shalom, ama shalom nishayim." That Kadosh Baruch Hu says about Yeshayim, there is no peace. Va'achas emeris, and one brings another pasuk in Yeshaya. That says that in depression he will lie down. And one says a pasuk from Yecheskel that you will go down to Gehenim and you'll lie down with those whose hearts are stuffed up like the lotion of Erla. We continue with the Mishnah where there will be a machlekes between a mayor that brings down from Rishim and Gamliel and the Chachamim and they argue as to the time frame as to when a woman could go and collect her ksuba and if there is some sort of a statute of limitation. And the Mishnah starts calls as we said before that even if a woman goes and lives by a father's house, even though the Yisraelim and the Yisraelim could deduct from her support, however, of course, they still have to support her even when she is in her father's home. And Ramea teaches us that as long as she's living by her father's home, she could collect a ksuba forever. However, if she's living by her husband's house, then she would only have a right to collect a ksuba for 25 years. The reason why she loses her ksuba after 25 25 years is because when Rachel is living in her husband's house, and as Rashi says, aside from the regular Mizaynas, the Yisraelim are supporting her with, she's always giving out certain things to her neighbors, and that eventually adds up, and within 25 years, it'll cause that she actually use enough money that'll take away from her entire Ksuba, and therefore she loses her Ksuba after 25 years. So let's say Rachel's Ksuba was $1,000. Every single year that Rachel lives in their home, she gives away $40 worth of provisions to their neighbors and she loves them eggs, salt, etc. So then at the end of 25 years, we already took from the Yisraelim an extra $1,000 and therefore she has no more right to a ksuba. However, if she's living by her own father's house, then of course it didn't happen and therefore, no matter when she comes to collect a ksuba, she's still allowed to collect a ksuba. However, and they say that exactly the opposite, that at any point that she's still in the husband's house, she will be able to collect a ksuba forever. However, when she is living in her father's home, then even though she's a 
receiving support from the Yisraelim, she would still be able to receive a ksuba only until 25 years. And as Rashi explains, that really the Chum hold that the small amount of money that she gives to her neighbors, there is Mechila on from the Yisraelim. And Tezrid says even more that he Tevish and Gamlim Aniyim, because all the Tevish that she does with Aniyim, Nichol Huli Yasmin, that the Yisraelim are actually happy with, Mishim Mitzvah, the Emechashmim Menachlum, and they certainly wouldn't want to deduct from her at all. And the only reason why she would ever lose a ksuba is because she may have been Michael Haksuba, and therefore, if she lives by her husband's house, we say the reason why she didn't actually demand Haksuba was because she actually was living there, and therefore she felt embarrassed to ask the assignment to go and give her Haksuba if she's actually being supported by them in their own home. However, if she's not living there, she's not as embarrassed to ask for Haksuba, and if she waits for 25 years and she doesn't demand Haksuba, then it shows that she was Michaelit. And the Gemara continues Mesa, if she dies, Yosher Maskim Ksubasa Ad then her Yosher have a right to mention Haksuba and actually ask for Haksuba. And even if they don't ask for Aksuba in Bezin, that would be considered a Haskara, and they have the right to do this up until 25 years. And if they don't do so, then again, they would be Michael, and they would not be able to collect Aksuba. However, if they did so, then they would have another 25 years, and that would restart the clock. And I am Rashi Shvuas, that's Mashma, that when we talk about 25 years for the Yarshim to demand the Aksuba, that's talking about 25 years from the time that her husband died. However, other Rishonim clearly say that we're talking about 25 years from when the Amunah dies, and from that point forward, the Yarshim have 25 years to demand her Ksuba. Ayin and Gemara and Shfuas on Daf Memches Amun Aleph, where the Gemara says that this only would work if the Amunah swore before she died to the assignment that she never took any money for her Ksuba from her husband. And the Gemara begins, Amalei Abayi Rabbeisif, Abayi says to Rabbeisif, that Lafira Meir, that said that the Sephara is, that the woman is going to be using a certain amount of money every single year, and she's taking from the Nechassim of the assignment, and that's why she loses her right to Ksuba after 25 years, so Fret Rabbi to Rabbi Yisif, doesn't make sense that Aniyah should be Israel, that a poor woman in Klai Yisrael would have up to 25 years, who matter by spices at Esmer and matter by spices who is from the wealthiest people in Klai Yisrael, and we already learned beforehand how large Atesis Ksuba was, would also have up to 25 years. Lechir, if it's based on how much they gave away Taniyim, so Lechir, each one should have their own individual amount of years that would add up to the amount of the Ksuba. And as the Gemara says, Aniyah should be Israel at Esmer who matter by spices at Esmer Malay, so Rabbi Yisrael responded back to Abayi, from Gamla Shikhtar, that according to the size of the camel, that is the amount of weight that the camel can carry. And therefore, in a chenami, someone that's an oni will always be giving a certain amount of tzedakah, which will add up after 25 years to the Taisus Ksuba. And matter by spices who had more money has a larger responsibility to Aniyim. And therefore, based on that ratio, she will give out that amount of money. And after 25 years, the Chacham said that it will add up to the amount of her Taisus Ksuba. And the Gemara continues, Bailu, we have a Shail, the Ramei, according to Shitz Ramei, and Amishra, Maushet to Shalish, would a woman lose? the amount of Haksuba based on every single year, which is in proportion to 25 years. So based on the example that we gave originally, so if a woman is owed $1,000 for Haksuba, and she doesn't demand Haksuba for the first year, she should lose $40 for the Haksuba because during that year, she must have given $40 away to Aniyim, and therefore she should lose $40 every single year, and if she waits until 10 years, then she should lose $400 based on the fact that she must have used $400 to give Taniyim during that period of time that she was living by the Yisimim and by her husband's home. The Gemara says, Teku. And the Gemara continues, So I'm going to buy it Once again, I'm going to buy it to Rabbi This doesn't make sense. If a woman comes right before Shkia Sechama of the 25th year, would she be going to Rabbi Yisrael? And she comes a few minutes later after Shkia, she will not receive Rabbi Do you say that in this moment, she was Michael Rabbi Yisrael? So Rabbi Yisrael responded, In, call me this Rabbi These are the way that the Midas Rabbi Yisrael work. But Abba 
As we know, in 40 saw, a person could be tithal, but if a person goes into a mikvah that has 40 saw minus a little bit, even a koshu, then he would actually not be able to be tithal, and the tefillah would not be ilah, even though it's such a small amount. And as Rashi says, Hamidu Yasad Simite, that they made a peg and they made some sort of a set shear, and that is the shear, and it doesn't make a difference if it makes sense or not. That's the way the Chacham made shirim. And the Shita brings from Tamidu Rabbeinu that Chacham Tiknu Memsa, the reason why the Chacham Misakin 40 saw for a mikvah is because they knew that that's the shear that a person's body fits into in one shot. And even if there is a smaller person that would be able to fit in a mikvah that's less than that, even so, like Plug and the Chacham said that there's still a shear of Memsa. And even if a larger person could push himself into the mikvah and fit himself in there, the Chacham felt that the shear is 40 saw and not less. And the same idea holds true over here. The Chacham said that the standard is that people are Michael after 25 years. And even if it's a moment less than that, the Chacham said the standard is that there is no Mechila. And the Gemara continues and will now bring a din that's only going to be relevant for the Chacham and not for Armeya. Or Rabbi Yehuda Rav, Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Rav, hey, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael said testimony in front of Rabbi, Sha'am Mashem Avon, that Rabbi Shmuel said this din in the name of his father, Rabbi Yisrael, the only time we said that a woman would be Michael Ksuba is only when she doesn't have her actual Ksuba. If she still has a Ksuba, she could always collect her Ksuba. And Tais Rid points out two cases where a woman doesn't have a Ksuba, either in a place where the minig was not to write a Ksuba, and it was Semechan Thai Bezin, or in a case where she lost her Ksuba, and this didn't would apply even if her husband admits they never paid a Ksuba. And Rebeleza states, even if she still has a Ksuba, she could only collect for 25 years because after that point, we say there was a Mechila. And the Gemara continues, Master Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis is a question on Rabbi Shmuel that he brought down from his father Rabbi Yisi. We have a Bryce that says that Rabbi Chayv could collect even if he doesn't mention anything within 25 years and there is no dinner Mechila. And as we shall point out, even if the Chayv would be Miyayish, he still would not lose out as there is a Chayv and there is no statute of limitation. And the Gemara says, Hey Chidami, what are we referring to? If the Chayv doesn't have a Shtar, but my Gavi, how he would be collecting at all? El it must be he's talking about where he had a Shtar, that it's only by Abachayv where we say he's not going to be Michael. Ha'amana chilta, but we say by Amana she would be Michael within twenty-five years, even if she has a star, and that's not like Rabbi Shmuel brought down from his father Rabbi Yisi. And the Gemara answers, "Who might love whom if Rav Sheshis asked the question, and he answers the question, and he responds, "That really, if there was a star, that in the Chanami, that there would not be mechila within twenty-five years, and it wouldn't make a difference if it's Abachayv or Aksuba. And really, this price is talking about a case where they didn't have a star, and then you asked the question that how could he be collected within twenty-five years? And Rosh Hashanah explains because we're talking about a case where the borrower admitted that he owes this money and this case the price is mechalic between a Baal who could collect even after 25 years and a woman who cannot collect a ksuba after 25 years. And the Gemara continues Rabbi Allah says that we learned that if a woman doesn't demand a ksuba within 25 years that the dinner is that a woman that was divorced is like a Baal even if she doesn't demand a ksuba within 25 years she still has a right to collect a ksuba. And the Gemara says what are we referring to if she doesn't have a ksuba, how is she collecting? It must be that we're talking about where she has a ksuba. That the only time we said that there is no mechila is by a grusha because of course she's not someone that would be meichel to her husband since she actually was divorced. And as Rashi says, and we can but if it would be amana, even though she has a shtak ksuba, she was meichel since it's over twenty five years. And the Gemara answers, we're talking about a case where there was no ksuba, and even so, we're talking about where the husband was Maida, then he owes her a ksuba, and therefore by a grusha, it has a din like Bachayv, and she has a right to collect a ksuba even after 25 years. However, by a mana, the din would be that she would not have a right to.
to collect a ksuba after 25 years because the stomach would be that she was Michael, as we learned from Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi in the name of his father, Rabbi Yesi. And the Gemara continues, Amr Rabbi Nachman Yisuk, Rabbi Nachman Yisuk says, Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Bakaza, Rabbi Yehuda Bakaza taught us, but my sister, the baby Bakaza, from the Braisa that was learned in Yeshiva Bakaza, Tavik Subasa, Harei Kibitchila, that once in our mother is Tavei Aksuba within 25 years, then it resets the clock, and she has another 25 years in order to go and collect Aksuba. And we continue on that Kutalamabes, and he continues, and he says, similar to Rabbi Yishmo, Rabbi Yishmo said, in the name of his father, Rabbi Yishmo, and if she has a Shaksuba, then Gaivik she would always be able to collect the Ksuba, even if it's after 25 years, and there's never Mechila. And the Gemara continues, Shalach Lee, Rav Nachman Rav Chisla, Rav Nachman Yaakov, Rav Nachman Rav Chisla, he has to follow Shailas to Rav Nachman Yaakov, Vilam Dein Rav Benu, that our Rebbe, Rav Nachman Yaakov, should teach us in the following case, is the Machlekes between Ramea and the Chacham, even in the case where the Almona has a Shaksuba, and it's after 25 years, or if it's only in a case where she doesn't have a Shaksuba, but if she had a Shaksuba, then we would say, like Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi that she would go to the Olam, but Allah could remember me. And who do we pass like? Do we pass like Ramea or the Fidah Chachamim? And the Gemara says, Shalach Lei, so Rabbi Nachman Bar Yaakov responded back to Rabbi Nachman Bar Chizda, and he said, B'Shein Shtaksubi, Yosem Tachas Yodah Machlaikis, that the only Machlaikis between Ramea and Chachamim is where the money does not have a Ksuba, and then the Chachamim say that she would be Michaelet, Avok Shtaksubi, Yosem Tachas Yodah, Gaivik Subas Lo'Elam. However, if she still has a Shtaksuba, then she'd be able to collect the Ksuba forever, and she would never be Michael Haksuba, but Allah could have been Chachamim, and we follow the words of Chachamim that the only time that we say there's a Gil Adas that she was Meichelet is if she was living by her father's house. However, if she was living by her husband's house, there's no Gil Adas because since she's receiving money directly from the Yarshim, so therefore it was a bush of her to go and ask for them for the money for the Ksuba and there's no right that she was Meichelet Ksuba. And the Gemara continues, Ki Asr Avdimi, when Avdim came from her itself, Amr Abshim Pazi, he said in the name of Abshim Pazi, Amr Abshim Levi, name of Abshim Levi, Abshim Bakapara, name of Bakapara, and we saw Bakapara and Ahmed Aleph that he was the one who gave over the information regarding Rebbe's death. That the only time that we said that she loses Aksuba is only when we're discussing the money at Messiah and the Ik Aksuba. That's where she would be Michael. But she's never going to be Michael the Taisu Aksuba. And Rabbo Am Rabbechon, I feel Taisu And Rabbo says over the name Rabbechon that if an Almana doesn't demand Aksuba within 25 years, she is not only Michael her Ik Aksuba, she is also Michael her Taisu Aksuba. Now, based on the way we learned our Gemara, it would seem that this Machlekes is Dafka, Lafi, the words of the Chamim, and it's only relevant to how much. Much the woman would be Michael. Is she Michael her Ikaksuba or is she Michael even Taisuksuba? And the Fizer in Divira Meya that hold that there is not based on Mechila, but it's based on her using the assets of the Yisoyimim in order to give to other poor people, and therefore she's taking away from their assets. And over 25 years she uses up her Ksuba, so then it's not going to be based on if it's the Ikaksuba or the Taisuksuba, and she loses her full Ksuba. Then Abayi's question to Rabbi Yisif that we saw in Amun Aleph makes a lot of sense. That Abayi asked to Rabbi Yisif that how could it be that Matra by Spices would lose? Hoksuba at the same rate that Anishibisar will lose Hoksuba. However, if you're going to learn, this machlekes between Bakapara and Rabbi Echron is even relevant. Lefi Shitis Rameya and Lechaira, every poor person and Matabas Baisis are only losing the Mana Messiah and Ikaksuba, and they're not losing the Taisis Ksuba, and therefore Lechaira, what was a biased question to Rabbi Yisif on Omenalif, and this is Taisis' question on Dafkuptal Omenalif in Diba Maschal, Matabas Baisis, Ayin Sham. And the Gemara continues and explains the Shita Rabbi Echron, the Umrab Ivai, Umrab Yanai, because Rabbi Ivai says, in the that the Ksuba, meaning the Taisa Ksuba, has all the same deen as the Ksuba. And Rashi explains that the Svar of Bakapara, that there's a difference between Ikka Ksuba and Tlai Ksuba, Zok Rashi, our Taisa Yeshla, the Matanahi Vlav Ksuba, because that's given as a Matana and not a Ksuba, and therefore she won't be Michael on the Matana, although she'll be Michael on a Ksuba. And the Gemara continues, in Manami, we also learned, Amrab Abba, Amrab Huna, Amrab, Loishana, Alamana Masayim, 
that Rav says that the only time we said that she's Michael is only on Manam Saiman Ikaksuba, but not in Taisis exactly like Bakapara. And Amalei Rab Abba Rav Huna, so Rab Abba, when he heard this from Rav Huna, said to Rav Huna, Am Rav Hachi. And after Rab Abba said this to Rav Huna, so Rav Huna said back to Rab Abba, Amalei, Ishtikin Kamrit, Oyashkoyin Kamrit. And you said, Am Rav Hachi, why are you asking this, Bederch Tmiya? And were you saying that could it be that Rav said this because you don't agree with it, and therefore you're telling me to be quiet and not say this over in the name of Rav? Or did you say this, Binashin Yichusa, that you're saying, I'm happy with what you said, and therefore we could drink a Lechayim because you said a good word from the name of Rav, Amalei, Ishtikin Kamina, Rabbi Abba said to Rav Huna, I meant that you should be quiet. This is not the proper halacha, and we should really pass on Rabbi Yechanan that I feel Taisa's in law that she's Michael, not only the Ikaksuba, but even Taisa's because, like Rabbi Ivan said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, is Kaksuba dummy. And I know Rabbi Kvega in Gilin Ashas that he brings down another Gisa from the Rimagash that Rabbi Abba did not say to Rav Huna, Amu Rav Hachi, as generally that would be Pashat, that is a Lashem Tema. However, the Gisa over here should be that Amalei, that Rabbi Abba said to Rav Huna, Ishtik, you should be quiet. And on that, Rabbi Huna asked him, Did you mean I should be quiet? Or did you say that we should drink a Lechayim? And the Gemara continues, Cham said to Rabbi Aricha, Intis Achva Havai, that the brother of Rabbi who was very tall, married the mother in law of Rabbi Aricha, after Rabbi Aricha's brother died, so this woman became an Amana, and she was living in her father's house. Rabbi brother died without having any children, and of course, since the Amana was his mother in law, so therefore he was potter from Yibam or Chalitza, and Lemaisa, he yashin his brother's estate, and now he had a Chia to go and support his brother's wife, his mother-in-law, and and he went and supported her for 25 years in her father's house, and at the end of 25 years, she said to him, give me more support, he said, you don't get any more support, and then she said, give me my Ksuba, so she said to him again, at this point, since it's over 25 years, I don't have to give you Mazonis, and I don't have to give you a Ksuba either, because we should pass like the Chachamim, that you're not entitled to your Ksuba anymore, and you will Michael it, and held like Rabbi Ekron, that not only does an Amana lose her Ikha Ksuba, she loses her Taisa Ksuba as well, and she loses all her Tanai Ksuba, and therefore she loses her Mazonis, as well as her complete Ksuba. Also, although we explained that Rabbi Ha'aricha's brother did not have any children, however, his mother-in-law was married previously, and had a daughter, and that's who Rabbi was married to, and others explained that actually, Rabbi was married to his brother's daughter, and that's why this was his mother-in-law, and the reason why Rabbi Ha'aricha was supporting his mother-in-law was because he was taking care of the Yerusha, and his wife, who was his niece, who was the daughter of his brother, actually received when Rabbi Aricha's brother died, and he only had this one daughter, and he didn't have any sons. And the Gemara continues, Tavataladina Kamedu Rav Bashila, Rabbi Aricha's Shviga took him to Dintaira and took him in front of Rav Bashila, Amalei, and Rav Bashila paskin against Rabbi and he said, Emily, Izagufa Dauda Hechavah, tell me exactly what happened over here. So Amalei, so Rabbi told him, Zanisa Esavachamishan and Beinasha, that I supported her for 25 years in her father's house, Mikhail Demar, and I swear by your life that I personally supported her for 25 years and I brought it to her every single day on my shoulders. And Amalei, so Rabbi Bashila responded, Why is it that Rabbanan said that as long as she's living in her husband's house, she receives a ksuba forever? Because we say that the reason why she was in Tavea is not because she was Michalit, but because she was embarrassed to ask the one that's giving her support and treating her with such respect to ask them for the ksuba. Hakanami over here also, because of the fact that you actually were bringing the Mazayan star, even though she Lemaisa lived by her father's house, but Lemaisa you showed her such respect and honor, therefore she was embarrassed to ask you for the ksuba, and Mishim Ksuba Tava, and therefore there's no right that she was Michalit, Zil Havla, and therefore you have a Chiv to pay her a ksuba, and you have a Chiv to continue giving her support. And the Gemara says, that Rabbi 
Aricha did not listen to the Psak of Rabbi Bashila, so Kasavla Drachla Nixay, so Rabbi Bashila went and wrote a document which stated that this woman, this Amana, has a right to go and collect from the Nechasim of Rabbi Aricha. Rashi says that Drachla Psakdin, there was a Psakdin, Ligvis Nechasim, Bechal Shetimasi, that she could collect from the Nechasim in any place that she finds the Nechasim. The Gemara continues, Asl Kamedi Rava, so Rabbi Aricha came in front of Rava, Amalei, and he said to him, Chazimar Hechidolan, go and see how they ruled against me. And Amalei, so Rava said to Rabbi Aricha, Shapid Danach, the Rabbi Bashila, Paskin correctly. And Amalei, so now the Amana said to Rava, Ihachi, if it's true that Rabbi Aricha owes me this money, Lazel Hadli paid him, and now that he should also have to pay me the amount of money that I could have made and my profits from the payers that I would have had from that day that I have a drachta and I've been trying to collect until this point because he wasn't listening to the Psakdin. And Amalei, now that she had a tainus, Rava said to Show me your document where it shows that you're supposed to be able to collect. Keep in mind that the Chiyav that Rabchiyav had her was not based on his own Chiyav, it was only based on the Ksuba that she had from his brother, and therefore the actual Shtash should have been that she could collect from any of the Shnechasim that was left over by her husband, which was Rabchiyav Richa's brother. However, Rabbi saw that didn't say in the Shtash that we know that these Nechasim belong to Rabchiyav Richa's brother, and therefore Amalah, so Rabbi said, the whole drachta is not written correctly. Since the drachta is mashma, that you could even collect from Rabbi Aricha's fields, therefore the entire drachta is null and void and you can't collect at all. So Amrullah, she said back to him that that the drachta is not written correctly. But Lemaise Bezin went through the entire process of seizing someone's field, and since they went through the entire process, I should still be able to collect. So Amrullah, Rabbi said, that the only time that that works is only when there's no ties in the actual document but if the entire process is null and void because the document is null and void therefore less than bar, you can't get anything so Amalaysia said to him but you yourself rub a hold that a Christ is safer and if someone borrows money and they write a star and even if they don't write in it that the lender should be able to be given from the customer should bottom and there should be a guarantee and he should go and be able to collect from the kuchais it's as if he wrote in there that he'll be able to go and collect from the kuchais and the cull will still go out because everyone knows that the star was written and a chayis is toy cipher. So over here also, even though the bezin left out a very important clause in that drachta and they didn't write that I only could go and collect from Rabchia's brother and not from Rabchia Richa himself, the Maisa that drachta should still be valid and I should be able to go and collect. And Amalei Rava, so Rava said, who over here you can't say that it was a mistake of the cipher. It wasn't something where the cipher made a mistake. The Baha, feel the Over here the psak was done wrong as Rabbi Bashila was the one who made a mistake and thought that she could be gaiva from Rechia Arichas Nechassim. And since the Bedman got the Psak wrong and it wasn't only the Seifer, therefore the Shtar Drachta is not considered valid at all and therefore you can't collect from his Sardis at all. And Rabbi continues and says, Who Sava that Rabbi Bashila thought that Hani Bahani did they, that doesn't make a difference which field she would be able to go and collect from. And since at this point Rabbi Chia Richa already inherited these fields from his brother, so therefore Mali Mahani, Mali Mahani, who cares if she would go and collect from the fields that originally belonged to her husband or from Rabchia Richa's fields and Valayi, but it's not really correct. As the Rabbanon specifically didn't want her to go and collect from Rabchia Richa's fields because because if she would go and collect from Rabchia Richa's fields and then she would actually go and improve that field. In the meantime, and Rabchia Richa would see no reason to go and improve the field of her husband, and at some point he will come back to her and say, here is the field of your husband because that's really what I owe you and I'm going to take back my original field and meanwhile she will lose out because she would have worked that field and improved it and meanwhile she'll get a shvacha field but Asla Fuki Laza be 
Medina, people will be Mavazu Bezin, as they will see that you see that Bezin doesn't take care of Almanais. They didn't protect Almanais properly. And as Rashi says, that Bezin wasn't careful and they did not give a proper takana for this Almanais. And we will stop over here.